Hey friend, Michael McCurry here. Thank you for listening to Bible Tract Echoes. If you weren't aware, a week of camp can absolutely knock your voice out. And so I am going to do my best to push through this week of broadcasts. But you folks are always so kind. And so I appreciate you listening in today. I've got one simple thought for you. I'm going to ask you to let go and let God that is our theme for the next couple of days. I'm going to be sharing with you a message that I had the privilege of preaching here at camp not but a week or so ago. Would you tune your ears to what God has for you? I'm going to introduce the scripture here as I turn it over to myself from just a few days ago. And I was blessed to hear that this message was a blessing to many young people here at this camp. I'm going to ask you to tune your ears, soft hearts, open ears to God's word. Listen now. Teens, I hope you appreciate it, but then teenagers, thank you for being here this week. Many of you had some sort of choice. You could have thrown a fit and said, I'm not going. Thank you for being here. Amen. Exodus chapter 2 in your Bibles, if you're there, say amen. amen. The Bible says this in verse number 1, And there went a man of the house of Levi, and took to wife a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived and bare a son, and when she saw him, that he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. And when she could not longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes, and daubed it with slime and with pitch, and put the child therein, and laid it in the flags by the river's brink. And his sister stood afar off to wit, what would be done to him? The daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river. Her maidens walked along by the river's side. And when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. When she had opened it, she saw the child. And behold, the babe wept. And she had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then said his sister to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for thee? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. And the maid went and called the, Pharaoh, the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away, nurse it for me, and I will give thee thy wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it. The child grew, and she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter. And he became her son. And she called his name Moses, and she said, Because I drew him out of the water. It seems to have been a theme that the Lord has put on this particular week in the messages thus far. And I'll ask you, if you would, to consider with me the thought this evening. There comes a time, and when I say there comes a time, I'm speaking of this very moment. You see, the invitation doesn't start in 25 or 30 minutes. The invitation has already begun. It began on Monday night, actually. The invitation at this precise hour is, I ask you to let go. Let go and let God. Father, we thank you for this evening. Thank you for all that you've done. We ask, Lord, that you would do a marvelous work through these next few moments. Bless each and every hearer. Give us soft hearts and open ears to your word and your sons that we pray. Amen. You may be seated there. I'd encourage you as we begin to let go of that which is, let go of what is in your 
hands. You know, can you imagine Moses' mother, her biological mother, her mother, his mother? Now, I realize there's not but a few mothers scattered through the audience today, but can you imagine with me and just ponder what it must be like to live under a regime that wants to hold you physically and in every other way under subjection to the point that your male children must be killed. Can you imagine what it must have been like when his mother discovered that she was with child and had to somehow hide that fact for nine months and still go about a normal day of some kind so as not to raise suspicions. I don't know if there were routine changing of the guards that happened and the Egyptian soldiers walking through the streets and looking out and listening for the cry of a child so they could hustle there and strip that baby from the mother's arms and throw them in the river for the crocodiles. I, I don't know what it must have been like. I can't imagine to hide the fact and then to deliver the baby in secret, near silently, and then to tuck him in such a way, maybe in a closet of some kind, with blankets all around so as to muffle that faint cry until he got to a place at three months old, she could no longer hide him. And she did something no mother should have to even consider built this, can you imagine the tender care with which she made that vessel and daubed it and placed him inside and set her boy off down the river? May I tell you that there is massive, as, as illustrated by a little baby boy, but there is incredible, Incredible potential that has been placed in each and every one of your hands. Far beyond what you can even realize. But do you understand that it is not within your power to fully realize that potential? It must be placed in the hands of another. My encouragement to you this evening is that you would let go of that which is in your hands. There have been many things that have been placed in your hands, and you can think of so many. of For each one of you, it will be something different. But regardless of what it is, I ask you to let go of what's in your hands. I'm thinking, my daughter Lucy, she's four and a half years old. Emmy just turned six and recently got a bike, first real bike with training wheels on and all that type of stuff. And she was whizzing off down the sidewalk. We were going to go to the little park and swing set. Lucy's not quite there with a bicycle. And so she had a scooter, one of those ones with three wheels, two in the back, so she doesn't just tip right over. But there's never any fear of her tipping over because she never lets one foot leave the ground. Normally, you push off, and you put one foot behind here, and you just let it glide along, right? That's not Lucy. She does this. Just a little, just a little shuffle, six inches at a time, barely. 
Well, I could tell she was getting a little bit irritated and a little bothered. Her sister was getting way ahead, and she wanted to catch up to play. And so I put my hand down there and grabbed where the handlebar became a T. And I said, "Put now hold on. Put your other foot on. And she was really trepidatious, thinking I was going to let go, and she was going to fall over. She finally puts it on. And then I start walking along with her, holding it. And she was nervous. She was unsure. And as only a little four-and-a-half-year-old could say, in Lucy's way, if you've ever heard her talk, she's still working on a few consonants, she said, looked up, don't let go, Daddy. I can't do it by myself. Parents, I'm sure there are things that your children have said that just kind of nestle their way, some, just some things that you remember. As she said it, I thought, when's the last time I looked up at God and let him put his hands on my life and said, you know, we get to call him Abba Father. Don't let go, Daddy. I can't do it by myself. When's the last time you've ever given any semblance of control from your hands to his. I'm not recommending to you that you just let go and live a free hippie lifestyle where what comes, what comes will and, and we're just going to float along and whatever, bro. No. Lucy, she still held on to the handlebars there, but she followed right along. Don't let go, Daddy. I can't do it by myself. Have you ever seen those I, sometimes I apologize, but it's teen camp. I think I can get away with these illustrations. Sometimes I have a little bit of a morbid sense of humor. Have you ever seen those weddings and things where they want to release birds and they have like a dozen doves or something? It's supposed to be this beautiful moment. And the couple comes out and instead of rice, they let, and you know, birds release things sometimes. I don't know why you'd want birds at a funeral. Well, a funeral too, but then at a wedding. Well, in all seriousness, they do have funerals too. That's almost more morbidly hilarious when you have the one crazy aunt that she demands, I've, I've got to release a bird. Give me a bird. I love animals so much. And she throws it up in the air and the wings never deploy because she strangled it to death in her hands. <laughs> Takes all the attention off of the festivities. But you know why that is? Because there are some things that are too delicate to be held too firmly. And you know what many of you are doing in this precise moment, at this very moment, and earlier today and last night, as you were exhorted, rebuked at times, encouraged, all ready to give up what's in your hands. You know what some of you are doing? You're holding that tender potential that God's given you, thinking, I know what's best for what's in my hands. Friend, did you hear something that convicted you today? Yeah. I'll be honest with you. My desire as a preacher isn't to twist people's emotions or to cause them to come because I, I've played on their feelings. 
I'd love for the Holy Spirit of God, though, to get a hold of your heart and mind. If you're listening right now and you'd say, I truly do need to let go, and I need someone to talk to you about that, I'd love for you to reach out to me at 309-316-7240. Again, that number is 309-316-7240. I'm looking forward to the next two installments of this message about letting go and letting God. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to Bible Tract Echoes. I'm Michael McCurry, your host. Can't tell you what it means to me that you would listen in today. My prayer as always is that you have a great day for his glory. Tune in all of this week as we continue talking about and from summer camp. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.